Hey guys, welcome back to the Bamboo Random Experience, and today I want to talk about money. I've created a bunch of podcasts, and I don't know if I've ever actually talked about money. Not in the way that I want to talk about it today. So I'm currently listening to a book called Money, Master the Game by Tony Robertson. And I'm probably getting close to halfway. I'm probably about 45% of the way through. And I'm noticing some similarities from another book that I read. And even further similarities of another book that I read. So yeah, I figured let's make a podcast about it and see where we go. So here's the thing that I would like everybody to join along with. What are you currently doing right now for money? Are you working? Are you a business owner? Are you an inventor? An entrepreneur of some sort? What are you doing for an income stream? Do you not have a job at all? Are you living off of others? Or are you homeless? Somehow managing to listen to my podcast in some way, which would be humbling, but... How are you making money? And what do you have plans with that money? Does it come and go as quickly as you get it? Or do you manage to save some of it? Most people in in America don't save their money. I think it's somewhere between 65 and 80% of Americans don't have an emergency fund. Some people don't even understand what an emergency fund is. An emergency fund is exactly what it's is stated. It's a sum of money that you've put back for emergencies. Not a 2 a.m. gotta go get some McDonald's emergency. But the transmission just went out of my car and I need it to be able to go to work. Kind of emergency. Or a family member's house just completely burnt down. And they have nothing. Emergency. It's an emergency. I lost my job. And I have no way of finding another job. At least not immediately. Emergency. Trust me. It's not easy to do. And the number's going to vary for everybody. Your number could be a grand. Your number could be three grand. Your number could jump and be ten grand. I'm not sure what your financial situation is to determine what your emergency fund would be. But I do understand that it is extremely smart to have one. It is one of the most freeing aspects of me. Let me rephrase that. It is one of the most liberating aspects that my wife and myself have managed to do over the last year the ability to be able to breathe even when we can't breathe and for those that are young starting out a family you understand exactly what I'm saying there's always stress there's always something coming around that corner and money is one of the things that are always at the top of the list on your mind so what are we going to talk about then, Jesse? Why, 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 are we, why are we doing this? And for those that don't know, yes, my name is Jesse.
we're going to talk about managing money. I'm not an expert. I don't claim to know everything. In fact, I'm just taking what I have learned from these books and what I, what me and my wife have implemented and what has worked and is currently working for us and what I hope to work down the road. I hope that it continues to work. I hope it continues to compound and get even better. And I hope the same for you guys. Anybody that's listening to this podcast. So the first thing is that you need emergency fund. Tony Robertson, master the money master of the game. And then you've got Dave Ramsey's book. I can't remember the name of it actually right now. Let me uh, let me take a little detour real quick so I can get the name of this book. I like a lot of people my age, millennials, don't like to read. But I've managed to eke out and actually read a few books that are hardback, but most of the time I'm listening to books off of Audible. So I do definitely encourage Audible. Let's see. Dave Ramsey's The Total Money Makeover. Now, Tony Robertson and his Master the Money game, Master Money game, and Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover have a lot in common. They're almost identical one goes into more nitty-gritty in detail, and the more that I get into Tony Robinson, he's giving you the exact play-by-play book. Read that book. Listen to that book. Hold that book at night while you are sleeping, because that book gives you a play-by-play on how to master your financial independence. The other one? Dave Ramsey, my wife personally loves him and his financial uh, teachings. That's actually how we managed to get to where we are. We met, we took his principles and we applied them and now we are where we are. There's one other book I did want to throw in there and this one's going to be a curveball because this one goes against the other two. 100%. But I believe that it's important to have a diversity when you're trying to learn something when you're trying to teach yourself a new habit and maybe too much diversity can get you confused and then you become stalemate and you don't go nowhere you don't do anything there's too much uh, variety too much possibilities but in my world I like to know as much information that I can get before I act this one is rich dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. I've read this book twice, and then I went out and got Rich Dad's Cash Flow Quadrant and read that one. Then I went and got Rich Dad's Guide to Investing. That, with the total money makeover, and... Tony Robinson's Money Master the Game, I'm getting a better picture of why people think the way that they do. And I'll throw one more in there, just for shits and giggles for all you guys that are listening. The Four Laws of Financial Prosperity by Blaine Harris. Rewind this podcast, pause, 
write down these books and read them. I have, and I'm quite proud of the fact that I have. I feel kind of accomplished. I didn't grow up reading a lot, and I definitely was not taught in school how to manage money. I wasn't taught how to even think about money. Money was something that when you went to college to become somebody, you wanted to become somebody that made a lot of money. Or when you went to go get a job, you either wanted to get the best job that made the most money or you made you got a job that would pay the bills. See, I didn't grow up rich with a silver spoon and I didn't grow up middle class even. I think I grew up in the lower middle class to poor. And it was all money was an enigma. Money was something that other people had and that we didn't have and our family didn't have and there was no way to get it. And for the part of the family because there is another section of my family that lives somewhere else out of state, they had money. They understood hard work and they understood some fundamentals on how to manage their money. And for some reason, that family looked down on us and we looked down on them because there was the disconnect over money. The first task that needs to be understood about money is that it is not a living, breathing thing. Yes, later on in this podcast, or maybe another episode, you can get it to where you are no longer working for money, but the money is working for you. Tony Robertson states that you should look at your money as soldiers going out there to fight for you. Some of them will die, but some of them will come back with prisoners. And that is cash flow. You have to look at money as a tool. Simple as that. It is a tool. It can't make you happy. It can't make you sad. It can stress you out. And more or less of it all depends on how you use it. It's like the wrench that's outside in the socket. Or outside in the toolbox. Or the socket that's in the toolbox. It's there. You know how to use it. How often do you use it? And if you don't know how to use it, how do you expect to even know what it is? Most people don't even know what money is, let alone how to use it. They don't have a full understanding. Or they don't get it. And that is what I have come to rediscover. Something that everybody vaguely probably understands, but I rediscovered it by reading these books. And I want to have another, one more disclaimer. I am not an expert. I'm just a dumb dude making a podcast in hopes and dreams of hitting that financial independence for myself and my family. An entrepreneur struggling to get to the top. The goal, I have no clue. But understanding money, understanding how to use it as a tool, and how to manage it, you don't have to be smart. There is a bunch of millionaires that are dumb as shit. There's even more billionaires out there that never went to college. 
You don't have to be smart. You don't have to have a PhD to have money. You have to know how to manage it.